Welcome to the Brown County Hour. Coming to you from the legendary hills of Brown, where the plum purple haze, the one nature herself drapes over the hills and hollers, inspires local characters, artists, and nature lovers. It's as though the hills themselves conspire to create a beauty and culture in the heart of Indiana. Sit for a spell and hear the music. Tall tales. True stories. And current goings on. Brought to you by folks who still know how to sit by a fire in winter. And swim buck naked in summer. Welcome to episode 111 of the Brown County Hour. This is Dave Seastrom along with the rest of the crew. This month's show is focused almost entirely on the passing of legendary musician Slats Klug. We were able to bring a group of his dear friends and collaborators into the studio, and rather than follow our usual format, we're going to allow them to share their stories and memories without introduction. There's a mystery in your blues Lies within these hills It reaches so deep within your soul Give you those warm heart chills So gather round a flickering fire Feel the glow of a little moonshine The ghost will come to tell you their tales Just let the world go by Follow me down you to a place that I know Follow me down Just let it all go Follow me down It's gonna heal your soul Follow me down Just let it all go Follow me Well, this is an amazing opportunity to interview some of the folks who have worked with Slats Klug through a lifetime of making music, and I'm just going to go around the room and let everyone introduce themselves and talk a little bit about how and when they met Slats. So, Carolyn, if you would kick it off. Well, I'm Carolyn Dutton. I came on the scene a little later than everybody else. I had been living in, in New York City for 35 years and decided to come back home to Indiana in 1999 and go to graduate school at IU. I Always wanted to live in Nashville. It's my favorite place to be when I was growing up. So I drove back from New York, and the very next day that I was home, I got a phone call from a musician friend of mine in New York. I said, Carolyn, what are you doing in Indiana? <laughs> I said, well, what are you doing calling me? <laughs> he said, I know these great musicians you've got to get in touch with. So he said, there's this guy named Slats Clue. You've got to call him. <laughs> and he had known Slats in New York, right? And so I, he gave me another name or something, and so I wrote him down, and I thought, eh, and I didn't. I didn't call. I wasn't interested in getting involved with anybody or anything at the time. So about three or four months go by, and my phone rings, and it's this guy named Slats Klug. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess uh, our mutual musician friend had called Slats and said, hey, you've got to get in touch with this woman. <laughs> She's living near you, and you've got to use her. <laughs> so we had this wonderful conversation. So he said, yeah, I've got this little group. 
And it was the most wonderful introduction for me because I was planning on building a house and living in Nashville. And here he was involved in this wonderful project using all these wonderful musicians in this area. So it was a perfect introduction for me to the whole music scene in this, this, this thing. And it was just fabulous to meet all these great people and know that I would be able to work with them sometime in the future. Now, was this the uh, Brown County series of... My Brown County Home? Yes, yeah. I yeah. think I did on that and on mm. the Chris, on the Christmas album. The, yes. the first Christmas But I remember album, yeah. the first thing we did were one of the big shows. We did the fabulous shows at the Brown County yeah. Inn. Mm -hmm. And I did several <laughs> of those. And that was those were just great. It was just wonderful to meet all these people and, and have this sort of serendipitous connection with this musician in New York that we'd both worked with who did the research and said, hey, you guys got to yeah. get together. <laughs> Six degrees of separation. There right. you go. Mm-hmm. Well, Lauren, you've got a pretty special history with Slats. My name is Lauren Robert, and I was married to Slats for about 24 years. It's funny because I was—I also had been living in New York for at least 15 years, and I was recording. I was on Epic Records at that time. But and you were I, doing blues, right? Yeah, and, I was yeah. doing mm -hmm. blues and soul. You know, that was my thing. R&B was my thing. I had a producer who brought me one night. He said, I want you to come out. I'm playing the Palomino Club in Jersey, and I want you to just come and sing with the band. And so I said, yeah, sure. You know, and I'm thinking it's going to be an R&B blues band. And I walked in, and there were people in cowboy hats. And it was a, <laughs> it's like, and I'm thinking, whoa, wait a minute, country? You have me singing country music? And I was sitting around just waiting and looking at everybody, and the band started to trickle in, as they will do, and suddenly this kind of good-looking, uh, taller guy with a cowboy hat on, like a lanky guy with attitude, came in the room, and attitude was my thing. And so I looked and I said to the producer, who's that? Because that guy, I want to slap his face. <laughs> and he and the guy, Chris, said, oh, stay away from Slats. That's Slats. The girls line up after all the gigs to make out with him. That You'll see he's in the bushes at the end of the thing. <laughs> and um, that, in, that interested me even more. <laughs> and so I got up to sing, and evidently Slats said to the producer guy, who was the bass player, who's that? Like, what is she doing here? We met that way. And then we sort of were flirting with each other on stage. And the big moment um, that I really caught his eye was when uh, we had a break. And, you know, back in the day, you were doing three and four sets. And it was midnight or something. And it was right on the ocean. And it was summer. And I just thought, oh, I want to go swimming. Let's let's go swimming, band. Let's just take <laughs> off our clothes and swim. And they wouldn't, so I did. And I went in, and it suddenly dawned on me when I came out that, oh, we have to start now, and I'm soaked. And I didn't really care, and Slats was... He couldn't believe that this girl would just jump in the ocean and then get up to perform. And he asked... Chris, is she a gypsy? <laughs> and um, so that's how we met. Yeah. And, you know, it goes on and on in New York from there. But that was the beginning. Well, and it should be mentioned that it eventually blossomed to the point where you were married. We actually were married. Yes. 
And um, one quick thing I, I just want to say about that, that I'll, there are so many things I'll never forget, but um, I had really been living a, on the, a hard life in New York. I was always, you know, I was either in Harlem or I was on the East Village, but Slats was kind of a high roller in those days. And that was when the cowboy thing was in, like John Travolta. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So he was like the mayor of the village, the East and West Village. He had a band, a wow. big thing, and he had some dough. And he started taking me places I'd never been, including Maho Bay and then like to St. John's, the island. And we were sitting up on a restaurant outside, looking over the mountains and that turquoise sea and I kept saying I can't believe this is me I can't believe it and he said why not you and it really kind of changed my life wow um of considering wow why not me also have some good things and some so it was quite there were many moments Ah. (laughs) Well, Doug, I'm sure you have a story or two. Well, I guess I do. This is Doug Harden. I met Slats uh, during the Liars Mint Project. Um, I grew up in Bing Blossom and bluegrass music and right. stuff. So this all kind of came together, and uh, uh, the word's been used a lot, but it, it it really kind of hits home the serendipity of it all, that of how all these rich musicians that we already had here, some that came here, and stuff, and they all melded into something that really became. And and again, you don't want to, <clears throat> you don't want to downplay it or use what feels like a cheap word, but it re- truly was magical. Yes. The shows at the Brown County Inn brought such a mm-hmm. sense of community yes. mm-hmm. to Nashville, and certain songs, Blood Alley, Women, became yes. anthems. Yes. Yeah, uh, they really yes. did. And uh, what I loved about playing with Slats was not only just his musicianship, but his style, mm-hmm. uh, his style of piano. And I've tried to come up with a word for this. Uh, the wife and I were talking about this the other day. It was very familiar. You know, it didn't feel like he was trying to play something that didn't need to be there or wasn't there. As a musician, you can just kind of tell that it's a very natural mm-hmm. rhythm and, yeah. and right. natural riffs that he would do. The fact that he could play Nearly anything with strings on it was pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I, you know, <clears throat> obviously knowing Slats, well, it's been a few years ago, 97. Time passes, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, his uh, little devilish smile is, is one thing I'll always remember. Uh, he, yes. His eyes, when he would smile, you could tell that there was some real joy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slats uh, allowed us as musicians with Robbie and Dave and, and Lauren and, and uh, Carolyn uh, to do our own thing, even though maybe it wasn't exactly what we did on the record because that was on a lot of the early records and the Christmas records and stuff too. Uh, it, w- it wasn't about that. It's just like, you know, you play you. You do something that fits. And, well said, uh, yes. And, you know, as musicians, we all play off each other. Sure. You know? So uh, to me, that was the one thing that was really where the magic came from. And mm-hmm. stuff. Of course, the stories were there, and but you know, we took songs. Well, let's go back to Blood Alley Woman. 
it didn't quite sound on the record like we did it on stage because we did it with such verbosity on stage. Yeah. Uh, it was just big, just bang, big. bang, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, was. it was big. It was an and it anthem. really became an, an anthem for the ladies, <laughs> and they would all dance and, and, and form line dances and, and do things. And, and just this wonderful sense of community that came out of those records and yes. and stuff. Well and and they continued through the, the you know, the, the second and the third and fourth. Yeah. Uh, the Sweet Magnolia. Oh yes, CD and stuff, uh, and uh, I don't know. It it just was magical at the time. And again, I don't want to use a what I feel is a cheap word, but it, there's not another word for it. For for people to come from different walks of life and be in the same place. And as musicians, that's what you long for. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh huh. Bobby Bowden. First of all, uh, I was in town. hadn't been back here in Brown County too long. I'd lived in Ohio for five years. So we were downtown and ran into Steve Miller, and he said, hey, we're putting together this project about Brown County, and we're writing songs, and, and we're going to record, and I'll, I'll get a hold of you, you know, and I think we changed, exchanged numbers. So... When we were getting close to going into the studio, Dave and I went over to Steve's offices, and Slat said, uh, and he'd given us some tapes, and Slat says, uh, can I hear some of what you guys think? 
and we really weren't that prepared. <laughs> but shortly after, we met to uh, go to into the studio outside of Unionville. Bob Cheevers was in town because Dave and Bob and I had been singing together for eons. So we went in the studio, and I think Slats was not sure what to expect from Bob and Dave and I. And once we got in there and started getting the uh, the, the parts down, mm-hmm. because we can switch around different parts, the three of us. If somebody's singing lead, somebody's got the bottom, somebody's got the top. But it's not necessarily the same person every time. And I think Slats just loosened up and thought, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. And they're really together. They're tight. And really right for the project, the fit of you guys. Oh. It, that's where the magic started to germinate. Thanks. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah I, I, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yep. Heard your well ran dry. And you lost your crop Still the clouds roll by Without a single drop You wonder is your farm A world of work in vain In a hot dry spell You can dip my well When the sky won't rain Mother nature flows In a deep cool spring She's a wild red rose She is an evergreen So in a drought we drink From buckets on a chain In a hot dry spell You can dip my well When the sky won't rain I feel it in my bones Smell it in the wind Hear the coyote moan storm is rolling in Like a long downpour Wash away your pain When you call my name In a hot dry spell You can dip my well When the sky won't rain The sun beats down, blazing on my neck. No water to be found, except in what I swear. And I ask you, friend, can I do the same? In a hot, dry spell, may I dip your well when the sky won't rain? Feel it in my bones. Hear the coyote moan, storm is rolling in, like a long downpour, wash away my pain when I call your name, in a hot dry spell may I dip your well when the sky won't rain, in a hot dry spell you can dip my well when the sky won't rain. Working with him has been one of the highlights of my musical life. It's just, he he was brilliant. I, that's the word I have to use, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yes. And I was talking to Rick Kelly just recently, and he said what he liked so much about Slatter's music was his phrasing, his words, his lyrics, like, uh, 
Taters and Maters and the Stubnose 38. Yeah. Ben <laughs> right. Cantor made him eat lead, stuff like that. Yeah. I always liked when Lisa Martin and I did um, Pink Roses and Wine. I love that line, uh, a man without light like better wine burns. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, that's nice. It's such a, such a lyricist yeah, and such great nice. melodies. You will be missed. Mm, yeah. T- to have the privilege of working with somebody as brilliant, as talented as him, is, it's been a real, uh, real privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Dave Gore, and I say ditto to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say it any better than that. Uh, I, I first became aware, I think, of Slats and Lauren. I believe there was an article in the Herald Times years ago when you guys first moved to town and about you living out in Yellowwood Forest or something like that. I just kind of barely remember the details. And then you were on a program on WFIU called Profiles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was about With- a half an hour uh, public radio show yeah. you know that uh, that you guys did together and uh but i, I actually met you and uh lauren and slats um when robbie and i got together with at you the, at steve miller's office yes. and we ran through a couple of tunes and headed to the studio yeah. and made great music yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i really liked how it became a family i mean it seemed like oh, you know gosh, we yes. we became you know, real tight. Well, you so it, totally you hear know, that mm-hmm, in the music. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just kind of all blended together real nicely. And uh, Slats is a genius. I just, I loved his phrasing. Yeah. yeah. And, and somebody said the other day, he could, he said so much with so little. You know, just his ways of putting, you know, little short phrases together and everything that just said so much. Well, Dave, one mm-hmm. of the things you and I talked about on the phone the other night was uh, how Slats... Was I mean he's not a brown county guy, but he right. came here. He absorbed the stories, you know, learned the history, and put together this amazing portrait of this community in the same way that the old artists exactly a hundred years ago exactly you know the landscape painters they were able to produce these images that totally told you who Brown County was, and somehow Slats got it. Yeah. He painted the landscape with music. With music. That's what he did. I think his West Virginia upbringing contributed to it. I think that him, he felt much more at home here for sure than on the Lower East Side in New York. (laughs) Well, I I can say that too. (laughs) Yes. When I was uh, talking with Rick Kelly, he, he said something like this, that Slats did for Brown County in a different way what Frank Hohenberger did. Yes. Chronicles exactly. this community. That's just a special, special thing. Well, uh, that he totally got the feel mm-hmm. of the place. You know, for those of us who have been here forever, I mean, we kind of take that for granted. But here's Slats coming in, mm. somehow absorbing all of this mm-hmm. and yeah. making it so perfect. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm hesitant to use that word, but if ever it's deserved, it's this. Didn't he take a lot of inspiration from Dylan Buston's book, yes. If You Don't Outcry yes. Me, thinking. That's which right. is yeah. available at the Brown County Library? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, if You Don't well, Outcry Me. I'm yes. still trying to figure out what that means. Well, it's, I, I think it was the story between Allie and her sister, wasn't it? Yeah. Where yes. yeah. If some, it, yeah. Basically, you're saying, if, uh, if, you, if I live longer than you. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if you yeah. don't outdie me, it's kind of a reverse, like if you die <laughs> first. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Stopped in to Herb's for a moon pie A pickled egg cream soda and pork rinds 
Packed up some spuds, pretty beefsteaks, red as blood is when a voice said, Stick him up there. From behind, he looked wild like a mobster from the movies. I figured I was sure to wake up dead. He shot Herb in the shoulder, but before he got more bolder than Canter, he made him eat lead. Damn taters, maters, and Slum Nose 38. Me and that bag of produce hit the floor. Taters, maters, and Slum Nose 38. Special at Bing Blossom Grocery Store. Town folks said this thing is just beginning. That boy's from the Dillinger gang. Got on roofs, hidden cars, rifle slings and ours. John Dillinger did not give a dang. About taters, taters, and stuff no 38. Me and that bag of produce hit the floor. Taters, taters, and stuff no 38. Spatial at Bean Blossom Grocery Store. things that, that Slats was able to do and the magic of what he was able to do is uh, there's nobody that was on those projects that's ordinary. I, I agree. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. No. Uh, these characters became <laughs> the characters. Yeah. And it's the reason it worked. Uh, I'm probably the most ordinary of all of you. You know, that, that to me was the real magic that made it come off because you were believable when you sang. Yeah. I mean, I grew up mm-hmm. with these two guys, and you guys were having some success and doing some traveling, and, and we grew into a little bit of that, but then suddenly we had to grow up, so we kind of quit playing music for a little <laughs> bit and got married. And Growing up's doing a drag. Things like, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. I was always the one in my brother's band that said I, I was done, I was tired of it, and oh. I was the one that played the longest. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. so I, I, not to bring the, the room down or, or anything, but there is something I did want to say about the fact that we've lost John. Yes, John Franz. Uh, mm-hmm. And Slats. And yeah. I also lost another dear friend of mine who is the most incredible musician I've ever known in David Denman. Mm-hmm. He, David uh, lived in Crawfordsville, Indiana, uh, played in Allison Krauss's early renditions of Union Station, 
uh, sang on uh, Alan Jackson's record, Red on Blonde or whatever it was. Uh, I've lost all three of those within the last month and a half. Oh, that's And it's just starting to scare me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do they always say about Betty White? They're going to wrap her in in, in uh, bubble wrap, so nothing ever happens to <laughs> Betty White. But I feel the same about the these yeah, people. Right. I, I, I right. You know, really, it it really concerns me that we're starting to lose some of those. I think one of the sayings from the project was losing the, losing the race with the future. Yeah. Uh, we're just losing losing the race with old age, and, and and it happens, and it happens to all of us. Nobody gets out here alive, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. But we don't like it. We we don't mm-hmm. like it. But mm-hmm. that that being said, you know, I still think there's a musical legacy that's been left that'll stay with us. That music is timeless. It really mm-hmm. is. I mean, every I time I listen to it, I'm it's fresh and new. There's and nothing crisp. like it. Yeah. I don't know how you. But catch, you know, that fire in the bottle again, if if at all possible. Now we pause for station identification. You are listening to the Brown County Hour on volunteer-powered community radio, WFHB, at 100.7 in Brown County, 91.3 and 98.1 in Bloomington, 106.3 106.3 at Ellettsville and online at wfhb.org. Support for the Brown County Hour comes from listeners like you and the support of the Brown County Inn, a family-friendly getaway destination located in Nashville, Indiana, offering locally sourced food, drinks, and live entertainment with banquet space, indoor-outdoor pool, miniature golf, and more. Information and booking available at browncountyinn.com. So I'm Kara Barnard, and I had the privilege of making music with Slats and Lauren and the whole gang, Robbie and all of them. For a few years, I was part of that troupe, and we would do shows uh, once a year here in Brown County, our special Christmas shows and, and Thanksgiving stuff. Uh, but then we also slipped out and did shows in, in Bloomington, and it seems like we were up in Franklin a few times at the Art Craft Theater. But the thing about Slats was is that he, there was a managed, it was like managed chaos. And Slats was such a wall of a human being and such a wall of a musician that he could bring in individual players like Carolyn Dutton and and all all of us that were like solo players and let us just set the stage on fire, but it was controlled, you know? And the music that he wrote was so joyful, and there was the, you just felt the spirituality behind it, and it had such a purpose. It was bringing in the past with the locals and reminding everybody this is who we are, this is where we came from. Um, and music doesn't get any better than that. When you've got someone like Slats that's leading you without realizing you're being led, that was what was so cool about Slats. He brought everybody in and he led, but you didn't have that feeling you were being led. And magic happens on the stage when, when that happens. That was a joy of being with Slats. Crazy bone, nah bone, nah bone. 
Salt Creek side for sore eyes. Apple butter, persimmon pies. The home, nom nom bone. Nom bone, nom bone, you crazy bone, nom bone, nom bone, you lazy bone, nom bone, nom bone. Going home, going home to nom nom bone. I just want to bounce off one other thing that. Oh, you um, keep going. You've got all the stories. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> when Robbie, when you were talking, and all of you were talking about his commitment to the authenticity, of, mm-hmm. to make the truth of the music connect to the truth of all those, of all of you, and and the brilliant people who came before you. Um, another inside story I can share with you is that, again, I never really let go of my R&B roots. Right. And the piano was in the living room, and that's where he was writing all these songs. But I'd hear him on the piano writing something, one of the beautiful songs. But I would come in and I'd go, instead of just do-do-do-do-do-do-do, why don't you go... And the chickens went down, down. You know, I would give some, like, can't you go to a minor now? Shouldn't it be more? And you would go, Laura, that's not what, that doesn't belong in this song with these lyrics. And I was always trying to get him off style to put in some R&B in there. And he was committed to how it should sound and what, what was accessible and believable and he knew what music would let us all in on it. Right. He was always right about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the authenticity was the big word there. Yeah. It's like everyone, when I first met everyone, I thought, wow, you know, everyone that's working with Lutz, um has a special voice. Yes. A special sound, a special quality, and it's genuine, and it's from the heart, and it's real, and it's not mm. made up. And... uh I felt like he had an ability to find that, discover that in people, yes. and or bring it out. Exactly, he did. In he people. knew how to match singers with the mm-hmm. songs. Yeah, yeah. Cheevers yeah. would yeah. sing a certain thing, and then oh, this would be great for Robbie. I remember, you know, oh, and Dave, let Dave do this lead. And I will never forgive him for making me do the Twelve Days of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to have a heart attack a couple of times. <laughs> On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me One coon, cross, and possum, trot, creek. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Two tater bugs and a coon, cross, and possum, trot, creek. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Three cow pies, two tater bugs, and a coon, cross, and possum, trot, creek. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Four fifths of meal, three cow pies, two tater bugs, and a coon cross and possum trot creek. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. And then, of course, the diversity, too. I mean, like Mojo Hand. Yeah, that was a is, whole other scene. Not, I mean, <laughs> it's got Swamp nothing to music. do with the lovely little yeah. gentle ballads that we yeah, all perform right. together, you know. You the bet. simple little non-complex lovely tunes exactly and also mojo ham was like wow you know i was like yeah. go cats this- go mm. 
to me, yeah. one of the one of the biggest um, signs of Slat's genius was what he did with John. And John mm. Friends, the simple oh, song, yeah. all yeah. of his songs, Boy, are you right. so absolutely just, you know, just eulogized him just in, in real life. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is your song. Mine is a simple song. And if you'd like to sing along, it's funny how a melody can make you feel alive and free. When you hear my simple song Just let it carry you along Someday someone at my grave Please sing it sweet, my soul to say Seasons they come Seasons may go all around me I'll sing a song for you I'll sing a song for you That was so good to get to know John because uh, I'd seen him play on the street corner right. so many times and I'd never really approached him, you know, and uh, chatted with him until we all got to be okay. part of the, the friends group. You know. That was a perfect example. John was, there could not be anything more authentic than John. Right. That's, right. Right. That's right. And right. I know when I first saw John, I think he was on the street, and I thought, what's that? You know, like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, <laughs> the guy I was pounding nails with at the time and, said, can you believe that guy's out there begging for money? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, no, he's not begging. It's called busking. Yeah. And he earns every penny that he gets. Yeah. yeah. The hard yeah. way. And so I remember when he showed up at our Brown County uh, rehearsals and I thought okay and he starts to play and sing and I said okay yeah <laughs> there you go now I, got, I know what I got it I yeah, got he, it he had yeah. a place at the table right. yeah uh, one of my favorite songs on the record is another obviously a proof of Celeste's genius was my good friend Bob Lucas who sang with the wisteria oh yeah that yes. song just mm. yeah. tears yeah. me up it, yes. And it always, of course, Bob's a voice. I mean, right. I've known Bob yeah. since mm-hmm. Bob used to sit in the happy hour bluegrass band with us. We had a lot of great musicians come through Bloomington, from yeah. David Steele to Jason Wilbur. And oh, a lot yeah. of people went through the Not Too Bad Bluegrass Band, which actually at the time was called the Bluegrass 530. Then it went to the Bluegrass <laughs> 545 because we were always late. <laughs> and then, and then, but Bob and Jeff were there. And, uh, but Bob singing that song is just, Absolutely just iconic, as much as John's songs were oh, yes. for him. I have come to photograph the day And country folk at work and play Could this be the last of home for me A stranger in this land How my weary winter heart believes That from frozen sleeping seeds The wild lavender wisteria Awake and bloom again 
shall I stay dreaming of the spring and the We just had a wake or memorial for John Franz, and his wife came up to me and showed me this whole thing that Slats had written trying to get John in on uh, the last album. And John goes, no, I can't sing anymore, and I this, this, and this. And Slats is going, well, just hum. It's your baritone, <laughs> and it has such feeling and, and tenderness yeah. in it. Yes. And you're perfect for it. All you have to do is hum. And, and, he, and still... he knew, like Slats foresaw in yes. his mind exactly how things would come down mm-hmm. and it was great oh, and, and he was so supportive of all of you yeah and he was so um humble in a way slats yes yeah. he I, wasn't the big star out there let yeah. me tell you something um and that's marvelous that you brought that up because i'll also share with you he was a very ambivalent performer he had been blessed with all this talent right. and all this originality, but he was very mixed about quoting showing off. Right. Right. Yes. He was tor- really tormented about it. Mm-hmm. it. It wasn't easy for him to do the gigs, um, but literally he was both. He wanted to be acknowledged for his talent. He wanted to participate in the bands, Mm -hmm. but he also was very uncomfortable with it, and it never changed. And when we were in Mojo Hand, where it's like Carolyn was saying, it's in your face, and it's raw, and he would get up there and do the squeeze box and play harp, and everyone's wild and screaming, and then he would just be wanting to go back and hide in a cave. Yeah, with the with the Brown County Inn shows, uh, he was be part of the band. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the star. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and I knew, and he, I could see there was a certain shyness about absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And and he he, you know, he get kind of pensive before the show. Yep. And. Mm-hmm. You know Until he... the booze started to make him more comfortable, <laughs> <laughs> to be quite candid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, almost recorded an hour's worth of wow. radio, Great. Um, Great. which is <sighs> just fantastic. Um, thank well, you Lauren, so much thank for you having for me. Coming in, thank really you. Absolutely. It's Journey wonderful to relive these moments. Yeah, yeah. it was such a part of our lives. Yeah, it was, yeah, absolutely. And it's so um, great to honored. see you again. I'm very happy to be here again. <laughs> well, we've, you know, we've covered a lot of ground here, and you know, it's clear that all of us love Slats. Yeah, mm. and those very of much. you who made music with him, those of us who were privileged to listen to it. Uh, it still moves me. I mean, I, you know, there's songs that just pop into my head. You know, uh, we live within these hills. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. And there's this, Perfect. that mm-hmm. moment of the blending voices that just so perfectly speaks to Brown County. I don't, I don't think it could be done any other way. I mean, 
you know, the painters had their thing, and they're good, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, quite. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And we've already acknowledged Frank, Hohenberger, and all mm-hmm. of that. And everyone adds to the story, but Slats will forever mm-hmm. be part of this story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Amen. It's yes. just an absolute privilege to Amen. have known him and to be able to enjoy his music. If you're longing heart, here's the whisper. Courage keeps the dark at bay. The wind will speak of change and seasons. Let it move you, don't worry it away. So wander off, wander off the beaten trail. Leave this bustling world far behind. Simple truth will heal the curious soul. Who takes the path you gotta get lost to find? We live within these hills. Keepers of the dreams that went before. We live within these hills. The passing of time always accompanies change, and we are sad to acknowledge the loss of not only a legendary composer, producer, performer, and musician, but a person who was highly regarded for his humanity, Slats Klug. For whatever reason, it seems that we've said goodbye to way too many local heroes in the last several months, and all of them represent a significant loss. But the loss of Slats is particularly hard for us because he set our history to music. And in the process, he and his collaborators became the voice of Brown County. Slats connected with the folklore of this area in a way that only a few others have before him. His introduction to our local history came from reading Dylan Buston's book, If You Don't Outdie Me. This 1983 IU Press publication is about the history of Brown County as it was recorded by the famous photographer Frank Hohenberger in his Pictures of Hill Folks, his diary, and from his column in the Indianapolis Star, Down in the Hills of Brown. Slats also had several conversations with local architect Steve Miller, who shared his own personal collection of stories from his multi-generational Brown County family history. Steve participated in several of the recordings, most famously in the tall tale from the Liar's Bench CD, The Snake That Liked His Brew. Many of these stories found their way into a series of songs that Slats composed. Beyond that, he had a clear vision of what he wanted to do with his music, and he recruited several Brown County musicians to record a group of CDs based on these tunes. In our show this month, we heard several of their voices as they recounted meeting and working with Slats. What followed was a collection of CDs that became dear to the hearts of all that heard them. Stories from long ago took on a new life as Wash and Mary Barnes, the Townsladies mashing the liar's bench, and Sheriff Kelp were all remembered, and romantic-sounding places like Knobbone and Possum Trot were shared with the general public. 
These CDs were released locally with much fanfare at the Brown County Inn, and it was standing room only for those who were lucky enough to be there. Then there were the Christmas albums, A Brown County Christmas, Volume 1 and 2, and the concerts that accompanied them also played to pack houses. This body of work would be enough to distinguish Slats as the incredible talent that he was. But this collection of songs barely scratches the surface of the total volume of his work. Slats played and performed in a wide variety of musical genres, and he also mastered several musical instruments. This month, we have focused on his Brown County connection, but there is so much more fine music, and all of it is worth its weight in gold. The passage of time has also brought change to the Brown County Hour, and I'm sad to report that episode 111 will be the last for our dear friend and co-producer, Vera Grubbs. Vera has been a member of the crew from the very early days, and over the years she has interviewed artists, poets, and authors, bringing her unique perspective to every conversation. But Vera's contribution has been so much more than that. She was the cornerstone of our crew who managed to keep the rest of us grounded and provided the voice of reason as we created each month's show going all the way back to 2010. It's hard to believe that 11 years have passed since episode one first aired. During those years, we've had ups and downs, several crew changes, and even the death of one of our crew members, Jeff Quick. Through it all, Vera has been a constant contributor bringing with her a sense of family that has kept us and sustained us through thick and thin. Something that every guest in our studio knows about are the wonderful snacks that Vera provided each week. This thoughtful gesture brought a homey and welcoming feeling to the studio that helped many of our guests relax and enjoy the moment. Savory or sweet, Vera's creativity and kind heart was expressed with each delicious offering. On behalf of the entire crew, we would like to thank Vera for her many years of service, her insight, and above all, her positive attitude that helped make this radio show what it is. Dear Vera, we will miss you, but we want you to know that the studio door is always open to you, and we wish you the very best for the future. This radio show is about Brown County. We record the movers and shakers, musicians and artists, poets and authors, and anyone who has a story to tell. Over the years, we have become a family, and it's been a great privilege to share this honor with Vera. Each and every one of our shows opens and closes with the music that Slats Clue wrote and performed. His musical expression epitomizes what this show is about, and we are pleased that in this way, Slats will be a member of our Brown County family forever. Rest in peace, Slats, and thanks for all of the great music. This is Dave Seastrom. See you next time. Walk the path, feel the hush, see the children as they play sunlight. Watch the boy come to life with a gold halo. Bless this day with a brush of hollyhock pink, blue, and white. And I walk in Mayflowers evermore Feel the joy that I know Reading stories in the garden To the soul who bloom and understand A mother's love, smiles of hope 
frame them when the pain is hardened And keep a glorious light here in my hand We are barefoot in our creek A shimmer in a summer evening And I hold this cabin child who I And I walk through Mayflowers Thanks for tuning in to episode 111 of the Brown County Hour. This show was recorded in our studio at the History Center here in downtown Nashville and brought to you the first Sunday of every month at 9 a.m. and the following Wednesday at 6 p.m. and anytime online. Be sure to look for us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. The Brown County Hour is brought to you by a diverse group of folks who believe, now more than ever, the world is for everyone. This show was produced by Chuck Wills, Pam Rader, Rick Fettig, Vera Grubbs, Jim Lemon, and Dave Seastrom. We would also like to thank Slats Klug for our theme music. You have been listening to the Brown County Hour. Coming to you from deep in the woods of Brown County, Indiana. Celebrating the arts, culture, and nature that make this such a unique community. Visit us online at browncountyhour.com. The Brown County Hour is a production of WFHB. Volunteer-powered, listener-supported community radio for South Central Indiana. Take me back, back to my home, Brown County. Oh